Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another incredible episode with me, your host, Dallin Haas, a financial planner serving you as federal employees to help you get the most out of your benefits and to retire confident. Today is another questions and answers episode. So I have pulled a couple of great questions that you guys have submitted. I'm going to tackle them today. And if you have questions about your benefits, your retirement, anything when it comes to retirement planning, financial planning, feel free. There's a link in the description below to submit questions directly to me. And you might just be featured on the next episode of questions and answers. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Question number one. Someone, this is kind of a slash statement slash question, right? So this gentleman says, hey, under my understanding, a 60-year-old retiree could marry a 21-year-old, and upon his death, the, the death of the retiree, the 21-year-old could collect a pension for maybe 80 years. Okay, so let's, let's break this down. There's a lot going on here. So what this person is saying is, hey, is it possible, let's say, someone retires when they're 60, and they just happen to be married to someone that's 21, right? Someone that is 39 years younger than them, okay? 39 years. Their question is, hey, if this retiree elects to leave their spouse, a 21-year-old, a survivor benefit of their pension, is it possible that, like, once the older federal employee the retiree passes away, will the younger spouse continue to receive their survivor portion of his pension for the rest of her life, right? Is that, is that how it works? And this is a great question. And the short answer is yes, actually, that, that is how it works. There's some nuances, but for the most part, yes, that, that's how it works. Where basically, as long as they're your spouse and you're legally married, then you can elect to give them a survivor benefit, which upon your death as a federal employee, they would be continue to receive for the rest of their life, right? Which is an incredible benefit. And so basically kind of going off this concept, oftentimes the larger the gap between the retiree and their spouse, sometimes the more incentive it is to elect the highest amount of survivor benefit. Again, it depends on a lot of things on your situation, but it can make a lot of sense depending on what type of income they need. Now, with that being said, there is something called an insurable interest annuity as well, benefit. Basically, what it is, is sometimes when people were divorced in the past or for a number of reasons, their survivor benefit may be already taken by, let's say, a former spouse or someone else. And in that case, they can still give a survivor benefit for, let's say, a current spouse or maybe a former spouse, whatever combination it is, but it costs more, generally. And in that case, when you're doing this insurable interest benefit thing with your pension, where it's a second person, basically, that you're trying to give them a survivor benefit, then it does depend on how much younger they are from you. It definitely, definitely does depend. And they, the younger they are compared to you, 
the more it's going to cost you to give them a survivor benefit. But again, that's not going to affect most people. I just wanted to bring it up because this is probably where this idea was coming from that doesn't matter if my spouse is 39 years younger than me. In some cases it does, right? If you're already giving a piece of your pension to, let's say, a former spouse or something like that, and you'd also like to give it to a spouse, then that's a different question. But, but if you've been married once and you only are trying to get a survivor benefit for your spouse, then yeah, it doesn't matter how old or young they are, they can receive that survivor benefit for the rest of their life, right? As, as the rules stand today, could they change in the future? Yeah, they, they definitely could. As the rules stand today, that is how it works. So, great question. So, question number two. This lady or gentleman asks, how is my pay calculated if I work a 72-hour work week? They base all the calculations on a 40-hour work week on all federal calculators. Okay, so again, this question's not super clear on what it means, but I'll kind of break it down and I'll talk about what I assume they're asking. So basically, most people, when they're talking about this, they're talking about their high three and trying to decide, okay, for my pension, I need to know what my high three is, which is basically the sum, or not the sum, but the average pay that you received over the highest three earning years of your career. But not all types of pay are included in your high three. And when you have some odd shifts, like many firefighters do, or some other different types of positions do, you have some odd shifts. And so sometimes, when let's say your work week is based on a 72-hour work week, then how your high three is calculated, how your basic pay is calculated, is nuanced, okay? There's, there's a number of rules, and it depends on what a normal shift looks like for you, and what overtime you're getting, it depends on a lot of things. And so, I'm not gonna dig into this super deep right now, but what I will do, I will link in the description below a PDF from OPM that digs into this topic because the comp the calculations get a little messy. I'm sure I'd lose a lot of people here and this doesn't apply to everyone. So, but if it does apply to you, if you work some weird shifts, maybe a 72 hour week or maybe a 53 hour week, whatever it is, or maybe if you have a lot of overtime, it may make sense to do some research and check out this, this PDF that I'm gonna send, especially for firefighters specifically, who this applies to more often than not. So. Again, I'll put that in the description below. Check that out if that makes sense for you. So, those are the questions for this week. A little shorter this time. They were not too hard. But, again, if you have any questions, comments, in the link in the description below, you can find a link to submit your own questions that I may just address on the next episode of Questions and Answers. I hope that was helpful. I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.